Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe, a podcast that's designed to give you uplifting and encourage messages of Jesus, the Bible, and life. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to enjoy this podcast. I also want to take this opportunity to thank all of our listeners who continuously support this ministry and this podcast, because if it wasn't for the listeners like you, we would not be able to do what we enjoy. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take an opportunity to send our thoughts and prayers out to all the men and women who serve this great country in public safety, because in the past uh, two weeks or so, our country's been rocked by attacks, whether it be mass shootings or uh, shootings of police officers. And I just, as a former public safety officer, it, it breaks my heart to hear what's going on in this great country with these men and women who do the job that they do to keep us safe. So um, that's also what led me to today's episode, which is entitled Anger, because we live in a very volatile situation, ladies and gentlemen, and if you haven't noticed and you haven't turned on your television or your radio lately, we are in a very bad powder keg situation, uh, politically and personally, because we have uh, factions that are against each other, we have political rivals that are against each other, and it's causing nothing but but uh, wear and tear on our country because we're ripping our country apart with anger. We have so many people mad right now that it's hard to find people who, who's willing to smile. And I, and I think that's a problem because we've all experienced the anger in some point in our lives, and we know it's a real problem. It starts out as a harmless feeling, and it grows into something that's hard to control. Anger is a powerful emotion that strikes suddenly, able to take over our thoughts with violent force. At times, it seems uncontrollable, and its devastating effects can leave your family, your faith, and your career in ruins. But with God's help, there's a way to break free of anger's grasp and learn how to handle the daily situations that lead us to anger. There are many causes and expressions of anger in people, but the most common element is usually lurking beneath anger. There's something that didn't turn out the way that you wanted. It's that trigger, that fuse, because your boss didn't deliver on the promise. Your children are not listening to your repeated instructions. Your spouse is not paying attention to you. At first, anger is usually directed toward each other, but eventually we start pointing fingers at God. Just like Job's wife did when facing overwhelming anger, all she said was, you need to curse God and die. That's Job 2, 9. Unfortunately, despite of our energy, we invest in anger. We cannot get that raise. We can't get our children to obey us. We can't restore that broken marriage. And most of all, the Bible says, the anger of man does not achieve righteous in God. James 1.20. So no matter how much energy you want to put into this anger, it's not going to get you the desire effects that you're looking for. It's going to do the polar opposite. It's going to cause more harm than good. And I don't understand. And like I said, I, I, I try real hard not to allow this podcast to turn into a political podcast because, I mean, I do have my own thoughts and views. 
and and I believe everybody is entitled to that. That's the rights of, of this great country. But this whole political situation is getting ridiculous. And people always ask, well, what can we do about this? What can we do about that? The answer is so simple that no politician in the world wants to hear it. That is put God back in the House. Put God back in the Senate. Put God back in the White House. Put God back where the forefathers first had him. Because when God was in the middle and, and people were turning to God, this country was a lot better than what it was or that it is now. Yes, we had our ups and downs. Absolutely, we went through our trials and tribulations. We had our wars. We had the wars that were supposed to end all wars. But at the end of the day, if the, the, our forefathers kept focused on, on God and kept God in the center of everything in this country, ran, ran without major issues. But nowadays, you can't do anything because people are so angry at something. Because they're mad at whatever the case may be. And they, they just, it's just, it's amazing. Because even, in, even at my work, I'm seeing more and more people angry over things I don't understand. But I can tell you that anger will eventually seek out another outlet of hurtful actions. It will breed more anger and it will create a devastated cycle in our lives. Because if we, do, if we underestimate the power of anger... It will, it will overtake us. In our marriage, anger rivals lust as a killer. That's amazing because it used to be people worried about uh, their spouses cheating on them or whatever the case may be. Now it's anger is a bigger killer of your marriage because you're getting so mad at each other that you, can't, you cannot work it out. You can't stand to be around each other. Paul tells us, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Ephesians 4.26 James tells us, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteous of God. That's 1 James 19 and 20. If anger is controlling you, there's only one way to find everlasting freedom, and that's by yielding control of your life to Jesus Christ. Anger is ultimately a matter of control. When we get angry, our anger drives a wedge between us and God, keeps us from drawing closer to His love. In our anger, we're rejecting God's love, accusing God of not caring. But God is love, and the Bible says His plans for us is always good. The plan begins with a personal relationship with Jesus. That's the first step. If you're listening to my voice and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, your first step is to, to ask Him into your life as, as, as a Savior. Familiar scripture we're all familiar with is John 3.16. God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believed in him would never perish, but have eternal life. God desires that you will live with him forever. When you come to God and repent of your sin, God gives you a new birth and will enable you to walk in his love.
We need to be able to stop this cycle, this vicious, vicious cycle of anger. We need to be able to stop this because let's let's look past our country. Let's look past the politics. Let's let's get a little. Let's narrow in our vision into our own personal lives. How many of you listening to this podcast right now has gotten angry with somebody in the last 20 minutes, the last hour, or the last 24 hours? That you can sit there and listen to this podcast and recall what you got angry about. And the question is, was it worth it? And is it still worth it? Is it still worth holding on to that anger? I can tell you there's been many a times I've been angry, a lot of times over dumb things. Because I've allowed myself to get prideful. I've allowed myself to think this is the way it needs to be. And it's turned around and it's bit me. I can share with you times where I was was so angry at different people at different times in my life because the way they treated me or what they did to me or how they were acting. And it, and it, it just drove wedges and it caused friendships with these people. We need to understand in a new life in Christ will not, be, will not immediately bring an end to our anger. But each day will bring situations of, of being able to, temper, to, to tempt you. We'll be able to take more and more control. We'll be able to recognize our source of ang anger, whether it's a person or a situation. Or perhaps your anger is at God. Be honest with yourself and the Lord about what is making you angry. Repent and ask God to cleanse you. Anger is based on selfishness and the control of sin. The cure for sin is, is repentance. Ask God to forgive you for your anger and give you peace. If we all confess our sins, the Bible says, God is faithful and righteous and will forgive us of our sins and clean, clean us of our unrighteousness. We have to learn to forgive. We have to learn forgiveness. It's the greatest remedy of anger. Jesus hung dying on a cross at Calvary. And Jesus had every right to be angry toward anyone that was there and toward his circumstances. But yet he asked the Father to forgive them, for he knew not what they were doing. When they were mocking Jesus on the cross, Jesus asked, them, asked the Father to forgive them. Daily, we give God control of our life. We have, we have to give him control, because if we don't give him control, we can never fully let go of the anger that builds up inside of us. We fully will allow this anger to fester up and to turn around and, and just, just build up like that powder keg I first talked about. And then when it goes off, it'll cost you more than just the words flapping out of your gums. It will cost you relationships. And it'll cost a little piece of you each time that you explode like that. Because I also believe it takes a, a, a toll on your health because of the stress of the buildup of, of being angry. We have to learn how to, to first turn it over and let God deal with it. We got to learn how to forgive. We had to learn how to let go. So when we get back from our break, I want to get into finishing up 
about this anger and kind of show where all of this can go full circle with the help of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Jesus in a Cup of Joe podcast would like to thank Artisans Woodwork for being a proud sponsor of this podcast. Artisan Woodwork is a locally owned small business that creates high quality cutting boards, cheese boards, and serving trays. So if you're in the market for a great gift for you, your friends, or your family, I ask you to contact Artisans Woodwork through Facebook at Artisans Woodwork 73. All right, I want to welcome everybody back as we get ready to wrap up today's episode entitled Anger. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, I want to leave you with this, all right? This is this is the closing uh, piece to this podcast that I want to leave you with. We got to remember Ephesians 4.26. In your anger, do not sin and do not let the sun go down on you while you're still angry. We also got to remember uh, 1 James 19 and 20 where James tells us to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. To wrap this up and to to put it in a package is to say it like this. We have to first believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to turn our life over to Jesus. He has to be the center point and the focal point of our life. And if we're able to do that, we can seek peace. We have to be slow to anger. We have to learn how not to allow everything around us to anger us because we got to understand this, and you've heard this through other podcasts. We are not of this world. We're only passing by. We're not of this world. We are here for just a short period of time. We're passing through. We are, we are children of God, and we should be able to act accordingly and, and act as expected of us as a child of God. We have to learn not to let our, our tempers flare and our tongues flap. Because the stuff that comes out of your mouth, the Bible also tells us that the, the tongue is sharper than a two-edged sword. So you got to believe that whatever you're saying is cutting people deep, especially if it's negative. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, my, my wife loves to find the positive in everything. And she challenges me every day to find the positive, no matter what I'm doing in my life. Because I can promise you that there are days in my work that I can find no positive whatsoever. It's all negative because of my job, or at least that's what it feels like. But I do, I dig deep to try to find something positive. And it may be little and insignificant to people, but it's because I'm trying. Um, it's because I'm, I'm trying to, to do the right thing. But I'm going to close with this because I want to share this with you. My mother-in-law sent my wife a t-shirt um, a while back that uh, shows a, a, has a picture of basically like a preacher carrying a Bible. And I, and I believe the shirt, and I'm paraphrasing here, says something about are you trying to test the Jesus in me? And I've been using that saying, and it's been getting quite a few laughs when, I'm, when I tell people, boy, you sure are testing the Jesus in me because I'm learning how to be less quick to anger and, be in, and slow that down and be quicker to find the positive in things.
So once again, my name is Royce Bottoms. This is I am the host of Jesus in a Cup of Joe. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. And as always, if you want to follow us on social media, we're on all the platforms. We invite you to follow us as we do daily devotionals. And if you want to reach out to us, feel more and free to reach out um, with your thoughts, with your prayer requests, whatever it is that, that you want to reach out. But until next time, I hope and pray that you guys have a blessed day. And remember, don't let the sun go down on you while you're angry. So, husbands and wives, especially you guys, don't, don't let the sun go down while y'all are still angry at each other. Everybody love one another. That's what God put us on this earth to do. Love one another. So, God bless y'all, and we'll see you next time.